when you mention Littleton Harbour, it's hard not to smile. Lots of people have happy memories of that area. It's the sort of magical place where stories are made and recognising the rich potential for stories is author, historian and educator Dr Jane Robertson. She's already already written one book about Littleton Harbour. The second is out now. It's called Living Between Land and Sea, the Bays of Whakaropo, Littleton Harbour. It's actually got a bit of a focus on the jetties that dot the long, narrow inlets. And Dr Jane Robertson joins us now. Hi, Jane. Hi, Jesse. Nice to talk to you. Where are you talking to us from today? I'm in my house in Otorumiro, Governor's Bay, which is right up at the top of the harbour. And I'm looking out at a, a gale nor'wester, which is really blowing up the, the sea. There are white caps. Um, and the pine trees at the bottom of our property are, oh, yes, we hope, blowing over. <laughs> <laughs> Um, tell me about your connection to the region. Um, I'm a, a Christchurch person originally, but I've lived here for 20 years in, in Governors Bay um, on a, a section with lots of native bush. And uh, I, I live here of choice because it's an absolutely beautiful place. I love the harbour. Um, I love the sea, the, the conjunction of the sea and the hills and the the regenerating native bush. It's a really beautiful place to live. Yeah. And it seems to infect a lot of people. What is it about the Littleton Harbour area, do you think, um, that seems to um, have that effect on people? Mm, I, think, I think it's wider than just Littleton Harbour. I think it's something to do with living on Banks Peninsula. Yes. Um, I think the peninsula... Originally, the peninsula was, geologically, it was an island. Um, and over time, the, the um, sedimentation built up and connected it uh, with the all the, um, the rubbish, if you like, that came down from the Southern Alps and built mm-hmm. up the Canterbury Plains. Um, but it still has the sense of, being an island, it has a sense of otherness, if you like. So if you live on the peninsula, I think you carry that sense of otherness. And so within Whakaraupo, within Littleton Harbour, you identify with the peninsula and there's a very strong sense of community. There's a very strong sense of living within the harbour, within this ancient volcanic um, caldera, crater. Uh, You're surrounded by really quite high hills, um, mountains. Some of them are actually designated mountains. Mm. Um, your access can be at times quite cut off. Um, if it snows, you, you're, there's the possibility of almost being um, trapped in the harbour. Yeah. Uh, so, and the communities, um, there's a strong identification with each individual community, but also a strong identification with with the harbour as such. Yeah. People might be surprised to hear there's a whole book in uh, Littleton Harbour. In fact, now there's two. Um, Obviously Mm -hmm. no shortage of material, no shortage of things for you to write about and think about. No. um, (laughs) Well, I suppose... No, I'm just trying to think. I mean, I, I, 
I went out and sought... Um, well, I don't know how to respond to that. It wasn't much of a question. I, the question is, I suppose, what is the second book about that the first one wasn't? Okay. All right. Um, when I was writing the first one, I I was left with a, a curiosity about the jetties uh, at the head of the harbour and the, the puzzle that the jetties that had disappeared uh, left for me. And I thought about what that meant, um, the fact that, I mean, we worry about buildings that have disappeared in the earthquake in, in Christchurch, um, and we document them and so on and so forth. Um, there are a lot of jetties in, in Whakaraupo that have completely disappeared, and in most cases we know little or nothing about them. But they tell a story of habitation over time, uh, and if they're not, uh, if their histories are not followed through, then we've lost a rich thread, if you like, of storytelling and human habitation and change in um, ways of living and transport and so forth over time. So I started with the jetties, and they were a portal, if you like, or a key into looking at all the little communities around the harbour and telling their stories. People might be surprised to hear that. Um, they're quite functional things, jetties. I don't know if many people would describe them as beautiful things, but clearly you see something in them that other people might not. Well, they're, they're, they're places of arrival and departure. They're gathering places. If you're living in a settlement that is um, where the only place that you can get there or depart from is by sea, then it's, uh, it's of extreme importance to you. So there's a, there's a little settlement, there was a little settlement right out at the head of Littleton Harbour called um, Little Port Cooper, um, where right now, if you go out to Little Port Cooper, there is nothing, it's just a, a, a completely bare bay, the hills are almost completely bare, and there's a, a little schoolhouse, it's the only thing <laughs> sitting there. And once upon a time, there was a little community, houses, schoolhouse, and there was a signal station right up on the head, Adelie Head, at the end of the harbour, and there was a community of the, the men who serviced the signal station, their wives and their families. And they literally got in and out by sea, and all the, the, the things that they needed came in by sea. Um, and so finding out about that and, and letting people know what went on there, yeah. Um, yeah. And prior to that, um, there was a, a, a Māori outpost of the Māori pa at the Port Levy over the hill, um, which... We also have um, some documented information about, uh, but almost all evidence of, of these settlements is, is gone. So, yeah, that's why it's important. I've to, really, I've really enjoyed know. talking to you. Thank you very much, Jane. And, and where can people find the book if they're interested in, in it? They can find the book in uh, Littleton bookshops and Christchurch bookshops. Um, there's an event coming up at Scorpio Bookshop on the 2nd of November 
in the evening as a um, book signing there. Yeah, and I think in other bookshops around the um, around the country as well, I believe. I just wanted to share this with you. Gina's just texted. She says she grew up in Governor's Bay. She says our entire summer was spent on the jetty. It was our playground. And the 1960 tsunami is imprinted on my mind. Oh, yes, that was a bit. The jetty has just been rebuilt. Um, that's a whole other story. Yeah, I think damaged. we did an interview on that. It was a... Um, yes. Yeah, they were fundraising. Were they fundraising one board at yes. a time or something? Yeah. It has just been reopened. It is beautiful. It is a stunning place to come and walk along and enjoy yourself. And yeah, yeah. great credit to the community. What's the story with that tsunami in 1960? Did you cover that? Yes, yes, I cover that. The um, quite a significant tsunami that did um, significant damage up at the top of the harbour. Um, there's been two bad tsunamis, one back in the 19th century and the uh, 1961. So the uh, yeah, the harbour's uh, under threat from tsunamis. We'll read all about it in your book, Jane. Thanks so much sure. again for your time. Okay, Jesse, thank you. Dr Jane Robertson, the new book is called Living Between Land and Sea, The Bays of Whakaropo, Littleton Harbour.